person. Do normal food. Yeah. Doesn't matter which you like. Can't handle that. Get on your bike like Diet Vest Leader. We ain't here to fight. Where's Tim? Cause we're Hi, this is Tara. And this is Ashley. And this is Talking Shite. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, we're so, not completely dead. No. No, not yet. We're still... We're still um, chipping away. Um, yeah, I guess we could take something that Mrs. S says from uh, this episode that we're going to talk about, you know, we do what we can, each of us in our own way, and we do it for each other, chipping at the devil until he's done. That's what we're doing right now. Yes. Me. Me being the devil, because I'm a <laughs> fucking hard and I can't no. do anything. No, oh that's God. not true. We both lead very busy lives, so, you know. <gasps> It's trying to make those things align. That is the difficult part. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway. time time zones are shit. Yeah, they're not much fun. They're really not at all. But um, we we can we can let's do this. We're doing it. We're talking about the eighth episode of season five, which is uh, Guillotine's Decide. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when the promos came out for the episode, everyone was like, fuck, something bad's going to happen because uh-huh. everyone seemed so happy in the promos. Like, yeah, dancing and good times and everyone's together. And you it's can like, always nah, she, guarantee she's that gonna someone's going to get fucked over. Oh, yeah. And no boy did they. So rude. So very. Um, it's a big, big gut punch the episode ends with, but yeah. I don't know. Do we lead off with that or do we start with, like, the happier times? I mean, we may as well just get it out of the way. I think it was inevitable and I think a lot of people realised it was coming. Um, it, I mean, I didn't doubt for a second that it was going to happen. Um, I think a lot of us knew what was going to happen. It didn't lessen the blow when it did, but, uh, but uh, yeah, we we saw it coming. Oh, but holy fuck, they couldn't have made it much more heartbreaking than it was. Yeah. With her, with her, uh, with Mrs. S, their shot bleeding out with the photo of Felix and Sarah and her last word is chickens. Holy fuck. I mean, that was just rude. That was (laughs) so rude. It's like, we're already like crying and then that happens. It's like, um... Yeah. That for me was the final blow. I mean, I was kind of keeping it together like beforehand. um, But when that happened, I I felt myself get really kind of choked up. And uh, yeah, that that sealed the deal for me, for sure. Oh, I'm still not over it, to be honest. I mean, uh, it was very well done. Um, I liked that uh, she went out... um, still fierce and still strong and still doing what she needed to do. Um, There was no apologies or there was no sort of, uh, you know, pleading on her behalf. Uh, She, she had her role and she played it. Um, And uh, I really enjoy that she took Ferdinand out because he was a dick. 
he was a major dick and I think if we can take anything from it, it's the fact that she got to watch him die. Oh yeah. Bef- before she herself went she, out. Yeah. She saw she saw yeah, what she'd set out to do, you know, actually happen. I mean that would be pretty pretty shitty if you died before the person that you killed died. So final bit of justice. Yeah, kind of, but uh, still, it's sad. But after that happened, straight away for me, I felt like there's absolutely no way that Sarah will die after this. Because it's been clear all season that they've been building for Sarah to take Mrs. S's place. It's like yeah. the family matriarch, so. Yeah, I think that kind of solidified it. Um... Yeah, I, I, Sarah was never completely off the chopping block for me, um, but after that happened, I, it, it just it wouldn't have made sense to to take both of them out, um, one after the other, and yeah, like you said, like there was a very clear trend towards making Sarah the new matriarch, um, you know, taking over S's position, filling those shoes or filling that jacket, as Tali likes to uh, like to say. Um, you know, it was kind of just uh, the build-up um, seemed right. It kind of sucked that S saw it through so much of the season, like the series, sorry, the season. Like, she made it through so much of the series and she just fell short of the finish line. Just, you know, just a few episodes shy, um, which kind of hurt a lot. Yeah, and she'd been there from the very beginning and she has fought with Sarah on and off the whole way trying to prove herself that she is on Sarah's side and that she's doing everything that she can that she thinks is best for Sarah. Yeah. Even though she's done, like, very much like Delphine, done some pretty shady things and things that Sarah wouldn't have liked her to do, um, like, if she had knowledge of it beforehand. So I think... It's kind of fitting that in the end that Delphine and Mrs. S ended up working together because there are so many parallels between those yeah. two characters. For sure. Um, I, I did I did enjoy that. I wish we had gotten to have seen uh, more of it. Um, but what what we did get of that uh, that teaming up. Um, I really did appreciate and I really liked it and I thought the dynamic between uh, between Maria and uh, Evelyn was uh, it, it felt very respectful and very um, uh, mutual like they were both playing for the the same end game and um, yeah I liked that pairing I thought they they complemented each other well yeah totally agree Totally agree. Um, but briefly, on Ferdinand, you know, getting his uppance had come. Yes. Um, <clears throat> holy fuck, what a douchebag. I mean, we already knew that. But then all of his scenes with Rachel, where Rachel's like, fuck, I just dug my eyeball out of my head and I've just had enough of the bullshit. And he's still trying his shit on with her and... Yeah. Oh man. Just just a major dish. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that uh he got taken out 
aggressively as opposed to um, just kind of swept under the rug. Um, he he did deserve what he what he got, and um, I like they made it just a little bit brutal as well. I'm sure some would say maybe his um his death should have been dragged out a little bit, you know, yeah. prolong the torture a little bit considering what he did to MK, but I'm sure getting shot in the neck and bleeding out isn't a very nice Pleasant. thing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasant way to it doesn't, go. It doesn't tickle, I'm sure of that. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, I mean if it's any consolation, before he got shot in the neck, he thought he had Mrs. S. He's shot her. It's like, fuck, she's going to bleed out. And I think he probably felt on top of the world until he got shot in the neck. Yeah, it was so, exactly like one of those videos you see on Facebook of people celebrating prematurely, like just as they're running towards the finish line and they trip. But they're like, yeah, yes. I've won. And then they trip um, <laughs> and they lose it. Uh, yeah, I definitely felt like that was kind of a, um, an in-your-face sort of moment, like, suck shit, son. Um, uh, I, I do like that he, uh, he, he got, you know, he got what was coming to him. I also really liked, uh, the exchange between him and Delphine very briefly as well, where she said it made her feel sick to work with the man that shot MK. Um, I, I just, I, I like the fact that in that moment, you could very clearly see the, uh, like, the allegiance that Delphine has, not just to Kasima, but to the rest of the sisters. Um, and and S was trying to uh, not comfort her and not sway her exactly, but just make sure she was on board fully before they knocked on that door and they, they went in there to make that exchange. Um, which, again, I... I comes back to me liking that that exchange just that relationship between Siobhan and Delphine I think uh Delphine really respected her and I think Delph uh, and Siobhan really started to see the potential that that Delphine had um to the clones and, and to the cause so yeah the fact that like a clone that Delphine had never met um you know she she felt hit by that um you know a clone that Siobhan had really had little interaction with as well you know she also felt strongly by that you know they lost one of their own so he had a few people hating on him pretty hard which was pretty obvious and I, I like that he didn't have any friends in the world which was pretty pretty you know hilarious and in the end he didn't even have Rachel so no I'm trying to remember as well was this this, this was the same episode it was it was the same episode where we thought Rachel was going to side with him and then she double-crossed yes. him. Oh, fuck, that was so yes. good. And yes. He, uh, yeah. Let's just say, like, after everything that happened with her helping to get Kira out of Dyad and all of that, I was yeah. like, that's one good deed. That doesn't mean she's completely, you know, changed. And no. so when that was all happening, I was like, oh, her and Ferdinand, here we go. And then when it ultimately turned out, no, she's fucked him over as well. I was like, oh, redemption for Rachel. Yeah. Um, I think I think the last half of this season or this even this series, no, the season, um, really started to make me feel differently about Rachel. Um, still doesn't mean that I was ever... Um, accepting of her or um 
you know, trusting of her. But I like that there were these quite poignant acts of uh, defiance and of uh, um, allegiance that on her behalf that kind of uh, proved that she still had some good in her. Still had some good in her, or maybe she had finally allowed some good to be received. Yeah. Um, she'll never be a perfect character, but uh, I I think she had a very interesting development across the series, and especially in this season, and I think she was very well written in this season. Yeah, I think Rachel's episode, episode seven, mm-hmm. is probably the best thing that ever happened for that character in the oh, run of sure. the series. Yeah, hats um, off to uh, Renee Sancia. That was yeah, definitely like, an, 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 like a hallmark sort of episode for that character. I feel like Rachel has always had fans, I guess, but mm-hmm. she's probably one of the... Uh, least liked of the clones in general. Yeah. Um, but that episode finally sort of humanised her a little bit and mm-hmm. added layers and showed that actually she's more complex than what we've been previously shown. And again, like that comes through in this episode. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand completely the motivations for Rachel because. It's like, does she want to be part of this sisterhood or she just finally knows what the right thing is and wants to do the Mm -hmm. right thing? Like, I'm not entirely sure. She's still never going to be in a position, for me at least, of um, being welcomed in. I don't think she deserves that. I don't think she deserves to um, to be brought into the fold, like into the family. Um, But she made pretty um dramatic uh choices in favor of them um it would be it would be silly to just welcome her in after making one or two really incredible sort of decisions on their behalf but um it it may eventually happen but she still does it's yeah she still doesn't deserve to be there as yet at least i don't think so yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if time will heal those wounds. Since yeah, so sure. much had happened. Okay, so enough about Rachel, right? Yeah. And an end. <laughs> what about some really good things that happened in this episode? There was a few. There was a few. Just just a few, yeah. Um, how many of those good things were caffeine based? Uh a, a, a few, a few, a few. Just just a few. Yeah. <laughs> a few more. Um, yeah, we got some... Oh, they, they hooked us in <clears throat> with the scene where it looks like Delphine's about to say something really important to Cosima. Oh, my God, so rude. And then Felix... I can't even deal with that. With his and... impeccable timing. I know. And then we just never know. <laughs> but... You know what as well? It came out like a couple of weeks ago as well that Graham was like, that wasn't even in the script. Like that was just 
an extra bit of dialogue that just happened, like, naturally. So... God damn it, Evelyn. (laughs) She's got away with words. (laughs) (laughs) And as much as, like, all of that stuff was good, like, seeing Delphine be a part of um, Clone Club, like, on some kind of more official terms, and it seems like her and Felix have made some kind of peace with each other as well. I wish we had gotten to see that. I feel cheated for a lot of things. Uh... For me, like, in particular, like, seeing her, like, welcome, welcomed into the fold was, like, a really big thing that I was really, like, campaigning for for such a long time. And we didn't really get to see it. And uh, I get that time was against them on that behalf. But, um, yeah, it would have it would have been nice to at least have seen it kind of officially happen. I get that we get the, uh, the offhanded sort of... Uh, you know, terms of endearment or, or like, the um, the phrases of uh, appreciation, especially in that Skype call. But, um, yeah, I wanted more. Oh, it's just never enough. No, Time constraints. Really. Just have a spin-off dedicated to all the things we wish could have happened. That'd be that so great. Happened I off would screen. go fund me that so quick. <laughs> uh, but, um... Like, the most um, heart-wrenching emotional moment for them in this episode is when they're sending off all the documents um, to the media. Yeah. And to then find out after the fact that their reactions were genuine. It was just like a natural emotional release and their interaction with each other and trying to comfort each other and find comfort in each other. Holy shit. Yeah, especially when it came out like a couple of days later in the blog that that wasn't actually meant to happen. It was literally just just a, a explosion of emotion. Um yeah. I I guess you can really see it as well in uh in in uh Evelyn in that moment. Um because there's that moment where she's like, hey, and she kind of like grabs onto Tat. Um, you can you can kind of really tell that the the lines between Evelyn and Delphine are really blurred in that moment. Like Tat is completely surrendered to the character of like Cosima in that moment, but Evelyn's like kind of lagged. Like there's that moment of oh <laughs> oh shit okay oh, oh, we're going this way okay kind like I'll I'll keep going with it. Um, yeah, <laughs> the spontaneity on both of their behalves is is you know really commendable in that moment. Um, you know, Tat is just so completely, like, inextricably, like, connected to these characters that it's kind of, uh, almost, it'd be almost a shock for her not to, like, be overwhelmed like that, but for someone like Evelyn, who is bouncing off of that, um, it was, it was really well done. I'd be interested to know how many takes of that they did, but I feel like considering, like they said, it wasn't expected, and we got that take of her kind of breaking down. I'm assuming they didn't do that many. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they would have either because um, it just seemed so emotional, so spontaneous. Yeah. How do you repeat something yeah, how like do you, that? How do you duplicate and replicate? And, yeah. yeah. When it comes sure. from such a, um, like a natural space as well. Yeah. 
<sighs> but uh, yeah, that All scene in particular was very beautiful. Um, it's definitely one of my sort of uh, favorite scenes um, from the whole series, even. Um, I also kind of like that we finally got uh, Team Science Megaforce back together, finally. Um, at the beginning of the episode, I had been waiting 84 years, but finally we got them back together. So uh, happy days for me. Happy days indeed. 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 Um, but yeah, so, I think in this in this moment as well, in this episode, we finally got to see that there was this, like, that don't ask, don't tell sort of policy between them now. That finally, like, they were on terms that uh, worked for both of them, that were yeah. mutually sort yep. of agreed upon. And, uh, yeah, that was definitely influenced from their exchanges in in episode five so i i enjoyed that a lot yeah it's they'll both had a place where it's like we're happy to not ask questions about not asking questions exactly <laughs> so, so it you know if being honest about not being honest uh whatever works and yeah, obviously whatever, in whatever the works. end yeah I mean, That's I guess what... at the end of the day, it's not it's not healthy for a relationship to have two people that are so codependent on one another that they need to know everything the other person is doing in order to function. So I think that's, you know, a part of the, the, the appeal of that in particular is that both of them have different agendas, both of them have different, you know, ideas and beliefs and worldviews, but at the end of the day, they still have an end game that's, a, you know, commonly shared. So it works in that regard. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, if you don't trust the other person uh, for the things that they're not telling you, then it's just not going to work at all. And uh, they obviously reach that place in episode five where it's like, well, you're going to trust me or you're not going to trust me and know that I'm doing what's best for you and don't ask questions and do ask questions and whatever else. Yeah, for sure. And so that finally coming to a head, everything's just... All good with caffeine. Yay. <laughs> Who knew it could happen? Who knew? Yeah, definitely. It was never anything that I anticipated. <laughs> I can tell you right now, uh, at the end of season three, no one expected that to Absolutely be Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> yeah. How far we've come. So far. So very far. Um, but can I also just say, like, this season in particular was really dishing out some really beautiful... Um, really um influential sort of uh poignant sort of lines and uh in this in this episode in particular that to my galaxy of women line um thank you for your for your nurture um that was a very very beautifully written line and it was very well executed by um by by Jordan so i think this season was really dishing out some some big like you know out of the park sort of um one liners and um I I really loved that moment where he he thanked all these women in his life that have all played such important parts in in who he is and his development and his growth as a character and as a man and and as an artist and everything else about him. Yeah. That was a good speech. Lots of good speeches. You're right. They really brought it in season five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not even like speeches, single 
single lines of words defy them is probably like a big one that I've seen like really hit people as well so For sure. yeah yeah so Props to the writers for making people want to get tattoos of their words. I mean, I'm not opposed to potentially getting a Defy Them <laughs> tattoo. Uh, it's, I think, you know, you apply it how you want to in your life to find whoever. Um, can be inspirational, I guess. So um, I've seen a lot of Defy Them tattoos and I don't know. I, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole gallery um, component of this episode in particular was obviously quite a big one next to Mrs. S's uh, death. But I, I really did enjoy the gallery. I enjoyed that um, each, each time a new clone came in, the pace and the ideas and the themes would change, um, you know, quite dramatically. Um, I I just I kind of loved the clones entrances each time. I really love Sarah's when um you know, she was saying to him look like S has gone behind our back. She's made a made, made a pact or a deal with Ferdinand and Felix is like, "Oh my god, that's just so terrible. That's you know, so um, you know, horrible. Like you I you know, it's just I can't I can't believe it." And then he's like, "Donnie, doors." And, like, kind of shoves her into that room. I love that moment. I love that, you know, it's in that moment, it's like, you know what, just forget it. Like, let's do something else and let's just embrace this moment where we really haven't ever had, you know, time in the last year and a bit just to be normal. Yeah. And other things, other things happen. Other than the the art gallery stuff, we get like a little bit of side story involving Helena, mm-hmm. and completely overshadowed by Mrs. S, uh, Gracie gets shot <laughs> and killed. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's not worth laughing for. In the end, she didn't portray Helena, but then unknow- unknowingly actually did. Yeah. So poor Gracie. I guess poor I can say it Gracie. now, but like I had met. Uh, Elise a few weeks earlier um, with Tali. We went and saw her in a play and um, we were like, you know, is your character coming back? Like, she's kind of just disappeared off the face of the earth and this was around episode five, I think. And she goes, oh, yeah, maybe I'll be back. And me and Tali were both like, well, that means you're obviously coming back. Like, we're not stupid. (laughs) And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to hate me. And we're like, ooh, excellent. (laughs) Um... And we were thinking, oh my god, she's gonna kill like one of the main, like one of the main, main people. Um, so I don't really hate her for what happened, but uh, it was still pretty funny. Me and Tali were kind of sitting with that for a little while, going, oh my god, it was just rattling in our brains, like what that meant. <laughs> what is she gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is so funny because she's so sweet and really, really nice in person. Like she's completely like not at all like that character. <laughs> who's, like, really cold and really hard. Um, she's uh, very lovely and very joking and, yeah, it was it was a bit surreal. Yeah, I'd be a bit concerned if she was, like, actually, like, a major asshole in real life. Yeah, I would be too. I wouldn't have hung <laughs> around as long as I did, for sure. But, yeah, the whole... There's a lot of side characters in this season 
who are just disposed of. And I feel like some people maybe overlook that a little bit. I mean, the whole Susan and Ira thing was pretty tragic. And I feel like poor Gracie in the end was ultimately just like an innocent girl who just wanted to be with Mark. And, and you could see it like pained Helena to see that happening as well. Like, I think she valued Gracie to some extent. Um, so to have her be shot, you know, executed pretty much in front of her, it's nasty. Mm. I think, uh, that relationship that kind of developed between them, uh, was, uh, you know, quite, uh, nurturing in a way. Um, like almost, uh, I'll take you under my wing sort of relationship. Um, they obviously didn't start out on the best terms and they probably didn't end on the best of terms either, but there was something that kind of developed between them, which was very, um, respectful and, uh, appreciative, um, as it kind of progressed. (sighs) R.I.P. Gracie. (laughs) R.I.P. Soz for your loss. (laughs) Uh, it's just unfortunate, you know, that her death happened in the same episode as Mrs. S, who yeah, completely is got one of the main characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, like, Gracie. Oh, yeah, it's like Sparrow <laughs> Fart. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it was really nothing, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Actually, oh, I'm really okay. upset, though, that I never, like, anticipated that like, she would come back. So she was never in my Deadpool. If she had, like, been around before that, I would have, like, totally had her in my Deadpool. But there was just no, like, uh, suggestion that that character was really ever going to come back. So I feel cheated for a point. I don't think so either. But then there wasn't really a suggestion Cody would come back either. Oh, my God. Yeah, that threw me through a loop. I was so (laughs) convinced it was going to be Marion. I was like, yes, the most obvious person that it could have been. I just didn't even think. Oh, I know, I know. It's terrible, but anyway, I, I think because now we're recording this after the series has ended, so we know how it ends. Um, your Deadpool was very generous in the <laughs> fact, and you maintained this from the start actually, <clears throat> before season five started airing. You're like, This person's gonna die, this person's gonna die. We're also probably gonna lose this person. Everyone is at risk except for Kasima, pretty much. Hey, I was right there. Well, yeah, you were right there, but I just like to prepare for <laughs> but the worst. you just over exaggerated a little bit on how you, many people you were going to die. I over exaggerate. You need to talk to you know me, dear buddy uh, Tali, who fucking chose every character in this in the series. She was covering her all her bases. It sounds like Tali. <laughs> fucking Tali. <laughs> <laughs> She covered all the bases because she really wanted to win, I guess. She really did. She got really greedy. Uh, She's like, fuck, how many characters are on Orphan Black? Uh, 28? Okay, I'm going to choose 27 exactly. people. When she when she listens back to this podcast, <laughs> she'll be uh, really bad. That I, you guys uh, should have been like, okay, you can only I, choose five people you think yeah. are going to die. You should have put be a really limit mad on that it. I just uh, called her greedy because she's like, I am not. You didn't put like rules or limits on the Deadpool. And I was like, well. Yeah. You should have thought about that. Really should have. It would have been <laughs> so easy to just put every character down and then well, it's like, well... I didn't think of that at the time. Um, 
You'll think better next time for your next Deadpool, won't you? There will never be another Deadpool because there will never be a show that calls for one as desperately as this show did. Nah, maybe. We'll see. Never say never. Never say never. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if that's... This was just a bitch of an episode. Because there was too many happy things. But mm. there was also, like, a buttload of upsetting things. Mm, very true. Started off at the top, very high, happy times, and then the inevitable downfall happened and mm. shit got real. It feels Ugh. like, because obviously, like, we haven't had time to record, but it feels weird to uh, to talk about so far, like, after the fact as well. Like, I'm literally trying to remember how I felt. <laughs> I know I didn't Maybe feel as time. badly as Tali. Tali needed, like, fucking to be, like, I don't know, sedated almost. <laughs> the poor dear. I was like, you okay? You're all right, man, love? She's an emotional girl. It's she okay. Was, it's she okay was to very, be that way. She was very touched. Uh, in the bad way by this episode. <laughs> Poor Tali. Yeah. That's but she was like, she, she gave rules as well before the episode because we're um we're watching as a as a like a viewing party, and she's like, <laughs> she's making like all these ground rules, man. Like you can't say anything like like any disses or any jabs after the episode. No talking through the episode. No laughing through the episode. If someone cries, wow. you lean on their shoulders. <laughs> Tali, it's okay. Oh, wow. And then, uh, and then she was know, obviously feeling afraid of being. She was. Judged. She was ready. She was prepared. She was prepared. And then it kind of hit her like a fucking train, and she just fell apart. And I'm like, I can't either. Like, I can't. I could feel myself starting to get like, like choked up. But uh, she was she was gone skis. Her and one other, they were just like. Just tissues. Tissues and snot. And I was like, oh, guys. I was like that at the finale. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. That's the time where you need to go and look out a window, Rachel style, and just reflect. That's why you don't watch these Literally. things in a group. That's right. I've, I maintained that the I, whole time. I, yeah. I, I feel I like to watch, always like to watch series, it solo. I was like, I should have maintained that that attitude yeah. as well, but I didn't. Because then you can just feel how you want to feel without fear of judgment. Judgment? There's no judgment. It was a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but for real, like, like everyone when, was like, are you okay? Like, do we, do we need to get you something? When, when you're by yourself, I feel like you just don't hold back on those emotions either mm-hmm. because you don't become self-conscious that there's other people around. Mm-hmm. If you buy yourself, you're just like, oh, 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 and you've got snot like running down your face, and it's mm-hmm. okay to be like that. Yeah, but no, safe space. Everyone kind of got a little bit choked up, and then everyone was like, "Just let it out, man. Just go for it." Yeah. So I don't know. Is that all the main plot points of episode eight? I believe so. Um, I was just looking to see if we had uh, an emails. Um, let's see. Oh, we do. Is it from Tally? No. <gasps> what a bitch! Um, we've got two episode eight ones. Oh, we got some junk mail. Oh my god. 
Get out of here. Oh my god. Sorry. I I should go through these things before we start recording and then instead we just fill the air with nonsense. But this is the know. best kind. We got some likes on SoundCloud. That's nice. <laughs> that's that's nice. nice. That's unique. That's unusual. That's unusual. That's unusual. Okay. Yeah. So we have two emails about episode eight. Two, oh, eh? Two. We're very oh, popular. Go on then. Read them. <laughs> okay. The first one's from Annabelle. 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 Oh, my God. I yeah. can't not think of that name and Summer Heights High. <sighs> you know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about, right? <sighs> I do. I do. Annabelle Dixon. But I won't go any further because Annabelle <laughs> may not get the reference and she may be offended. She'd be like, what the fuck is this bitch on about? What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Okay, so Annie, Annabelle, has an email. Here it is. Yep. Uh, it really doesn't surprise me how spot on your prediction was with S's death. Oh, yeah. This whole episode felt like family and clone, cu- clone club coming together, and it makes sense that we showed the truth of these unions before S being torn from them. Mm-hmm. Because in the end... They have found family and can hold together enough without S. Mm -hmm. S knew she was sacrificing herself to get this done. Just the whole S, Delphine, Rachel thing was amazing. Mm -hmm. We all knew that somewhere at the end of the show, they would have to shut down Neolution in some manner, and we all knew Delphine and S would be in on that. But actually seeing it all come together, seeing S treat Rachel like a human after all she has done, it was just amazing. Yes. At the end of the day, this show has always been about strong women, and this episode highlighted it. Felix's speech towards his family was everything. Also, those Cofine moments. Delphine was just so wonderful this episode. Seeing her face next to Cosima's in the video call was the moment for me which really showed that she was in Clone Club. Yes. She had made it. And then there were those beautiful moments with them just being together. To that heart-wrenching moment when, together, they send off those files and destroy Neolution. Cosima's yeah. tears um, summed up this emotional journey, crying as she knows it is over, but also crying because it happened. Mm-hmm. I just love this episode so much, and now it finally feels like it is concluding. Agreed. Yeah, so true. I feel that. So I feel true. that. Yeah. Good email. Good email, Annabelle. Good hustle. Nailed it. <laughs> you did it. You did it. We're so proud. <laughs> you, you're really growing up into well a woman done. now, aren't no, you? But I, I, yeah, no, I do agree. I <laughs> no, do. we agree. I do agree. It's pretty much everything Sometimes we I feel like we should read the emails before. <laughs> we should. We're just repeating ourselves. I know, right? Anyway, it's too late to change things now. This is how we do it. <laughs> Can't tell me how to live my life. Okay, so... Oh, okay. This is the shortest email ever. Excellent. It's from Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi there. And she just says, damn it. P.S. Sad face. <laughs> well, you're right. What All of those fuck? things That's hold amazing. true. <laughs> I mean, it's like my favorite one ever. <laughs> damn it. Yep. Does someone emails us just damn it? Damn it. Damn it. So, yeah. It speaks volumes though, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) Totally agree, Sam. Totally agree. I agree. (laughs) That's it for our emails for this episode. (laughs) So I think we're just about done. Alrighty. I think we got this. 
Well, we we got it. We did it. We've done it. We're finished. Yeah, I yeah, that was wow. You spat that all out so. What did it? Seeming less. Did it? It was like yeah, beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So right. we've got two episodes left to go. We are going to do them. Stay you tuned. Both we are. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> yes, they coming. are. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Anyway, I think that's me done. And uh, a goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. See you later. <laughs>